You're listening to episode 124 on Making Marriage Better. I love this quote about marriage. Marriage is about becoming a team. You're going to spend the rest of your life learning about each other, and every now and then, things blow up. But the beauty of marriage is that if you pick the right person and you both love each other, you'll always figure out a way to get through it. Now, I know some of you are thinking right now, I'm not sure I picked the right person. (laughs) Hold up. Today's episode is for you. I have my dear friend, Dr. Cherie Peterson, who is a marriage counselor. She's written a great book called Get the Hell Out of Your Marriage. I'll give uh, in the notes where you can buy it. But it's a great conversation on how we can begin to, to do things to make our marriages better. I think that you're really going to enjoy this episode. So get your spouse, listen to it or listen to it by yourself and start working on your marriage. You know, we don't just want other parts of our lives to be better. We want our marriages to get better every day. So let's listen in and enjoy the conversation. Okay, I am so excited to have my good friend, Dr. Sheree Peterson, on the podcast with us today. And I met Sheree several years ago. We are great friends and um, actually been at her church ministering. And Sheree has a new book, and it's called Get the Hell Out of Your Marriage. (laughs) What a great title. (laughs) And you know, this podcast is all about being better. And we want better relationships for sure, and we want our marriages to be better. So I want to welcome Tree to the podcast. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Great to be here. We're in the great state of Minnesota. She (laughs) does have an accent. (laughs) I have the accent. (laughs) She thinks that I do. Oil. 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 I have a hard time saying oil. (laughs) But um, Sheree and her husband, Pastor Tim, Pastor here, and they have a great family, four kids. How many grandkids? Two? One on the way? Two. One on the way. So it's exciting. So how many years have y'all been married? 34 years. 34 years. So tell me, first of all, why did you write this book? My passion is to help people be married and have a great marriage. I have done marriage counseling and family counseling for 28 years now. Wow. And I have definitely concluded that most people just wing it mm. when it comes to marriage, and they really don't know how to do marriage. Right. Because marriage is supposed to be powerful and wonderful and grow together, and people aren't doing that. Right. So you say at the beginning of your book, great, I love this. Y'all need to really listen to this. Great marriages happen intentionally. And, you know, I know that's true, but tell the listeners what's your thoughts on that. What do you mean by intentionally? Well, it goes back to the winging it um, and not winging it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, marriage is um, when you get married, you're pulling out the greatness or should be mm-hmm. pulling out the greatness of your spouse. I believe in covenant. Right. And marriage is a powerful covenant. It yeah. is much different than just a relationship. Yeah. It's a covenant that should be treated very precious. And with every covenant, there's an assignment. Mm-hmm. So what's the assignment? Okay, to be married, have kids, have a family, mm-hmm. do the nine to five, whatever it is. No, it's so much more than that. So intentionally dream together, intentionally build. And in my book, I talk about how my husband taught me to live backwards. I love that. That was one of my points. I love, love, love that. And it's helped us. Mm-hmm. It has been very monumental in our life together of 34 years so what do you mean live backwards 
So he said, let's do this. Let's decide what we're going to talk about when we're 80 mm -hmm. and what we're going to be thankful what we've accomplished. Mm -hmm. And as we, every decade that we're together and we grow, let's do those things that we want to talk about when we're 80. Mm. So we really do that. It's not just a great thought. Mm -hmm. It is an intentional deal, uh, purpose that we talk about all the time. And it kind of sets you up for success. You want to be married when you're 80. It's just not just a little thing. We'll be married until we fall out of love with each, each other. Right. So it, It's true. I am a firm believer that marriage is highly underrated. Yeah. So good. It, it truly is. <laughs> <laughs> so it's called Get the Hell Out of Your Marriage. And you, you start in the book about redefining hell. Redefining hell is I think we all know what our flesh is that isn't working in the marriage. Mm -hmm. maybe selfishness, maybe insecurities, um, those things that are stopping you are in the way of having a great marriage. Yeah. Um, stopping you from taking walls down when you have to talk about all mm -hmm. those not-so-fun conversations. Right. Because that's part of life. Yeah. And it takes a lot of maturity to do marriage well, April. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> amen to that. It just does. Yeah. And you have to be transparent with each other and trust each other to mature together. Yeah. And you say so often the uglies come out. The uglies do come out. Self-awareness self helps a lot yeah. to have a great marriage. But, and I believe, not but, but I believe you also talk about we bring things in to the marriage from our past that maybe we haven't dealt with. Maybe someone's come from an abusive uh, childhood. Maybe, you know, maybe someone that's listening has been raped or they, their trust issues, they're, they're having trust issues. So what happens if a person hasn't dealt with that and then they get married? Will that come to light in the marriage? Really quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Quickly. Well. Um, I grew up where I had, um, I was, had some people in my life that when they'd walk by, mm -hmm. they would hit me. Mm -hmm. Every time they'd walk by me, they would hit me. And Tim would go to touch my face and I'd flinch. Oh. And he'd go, honey, what, why are you flinching? I would never hit you. I would never treat you like that, nor yeah. has he. Mm. And I had to realize I was programmed. Mm. I was programmed wrong and I needed a reset. Mm, so good. And so when you learn to trust and cherish each other, and I talk a lot about cherishing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of not a word that people use today. Right. But it's a word that really means a lot in marriage. Mm -hmm. And um, I had you have to get some of those things out of you. I call them ghosts. In my office here, mm -hmm. as I'm counseling people, I call them ghosts. Mm -hmm. You know, ghosts of old relationships. Yeah. Ghosts, ghosts of where you came from. Mm-hmm. And if you're mature and if you really make a decision that you want a great marriage, you want a close marriage, you can have enough self-awareness, which really helps mm -hmm. to get rid of some of those things. Right. That's so good. Um, you also talk about this when you're, when you're counseling couples. You said this, that they're using anger and threats toward each other. And you said this to them, which I thought was powerful. Use words instead of emotions. This is priceless. Talk, talk more about that. I've had several professional, um, very successful people in my office that have mm -hmm. these beautiful business empires and mm -hmm. have many people on their staff. But when they disagree, they act like they're 20 years old again. Mm. 
and they haven't, you know, in the professional world, you don't get away with that stuff. Right. But they haven't taken the time and the energy to disagree maturely. Mm. Disagree and walk in love. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, why do that on the outside world and never do it on the inside? Yeah. And it's just very important to mature in your disagreeing because you're going to keep disagreeing. Mm -hmm. There's no question about it. Is there a point that you can you can agree to disagree? Absolutely, all the time. Ask my husband. <laughs> <laughs> and it and you can you can use your words. You know, hey, when you did this, mm-hmm. I don't feel loved. Yeah. And I I want to feel loved. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, you got it. Yeah. When you did this, Cherie, I didn't feel very respected. Right. And I need and want to be respected. So how do you keep that from going into an argument? Experience, mm. decision, yeah, knowledge. Knowledge changes how we live if we use it. Right. Oh, that's good. I love the part where you talk about the redo. I talk about that in my book too. Tell me what it means about marriage. Well, it's it's very often that uh, for me personally, I'll be doing something after a long day of counseling, and I'm at home and I'm doing something. And Tim will come in. And I need this. I need this now. And I'll go. No. And wait. 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 My energy and my mind over here in this rehearsing conversation, mm-hmm. I maybe took out on him and I'd go, whoa, 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 that wasn't for you. I need a redo. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, I, I want to try that over again. Yeah. I want to respond differently because that response was wrong. Mm-hmm. And so it, it helps so much to just do a quick redo. Mm-hmm. It's like stepping out of the room and coming back in again yeah. in a conversation. That's good. So that we do it well. Mm-hmm. What would you say to maybe a couple that's listening right now or maybe just one part, the husband or a wife that is struggling in their marriage? What's one thing that they could do today to bring about change for the better in their marriage? Not knowing their situation, just in general. What's one thing that anyone who's married could do to bring about a better relationship? I think the bigger thing, the biggest thing is just to acknowledge where you're at. Mm-hmm. And make a decision you're going to make it work mm-hmm. and go get help. Go get help. What do you mean by that? Don't do this alone. That's good. Because what you know mm-hmm. has gotten you where you're at. Mm-hmm. So you need to know more. You need to go to a counselor. You mm-hmm. need to go maybe elders in the church that have a great marriage. Yeah. Somebody that you know in your life that you want a marriage like they have mm-hmm. and that you can be honest with. Tell them the whole story, not half the story. Right. Be transparent, and they can speak into your life to help you build. That's so good. I know a a pastor that came from a very abusive home. He had parents that never told him that they loved him. And he found himself, he had kids, and he didn't know how to be a father. And he said, Lord, I need help. I don't know what to do. I'm uncomfortable saying I love you to my kids, and this is not the way that I want my kids to grow up. So he realized that one of his best friends was also an incredible father. So he thought, well, I spend time with this guy anyway. I'm going to study, observe, and see how to be a great father. And I think you'd agree, you would agree that that's what we can do. Go find somebody that's a great mom. Go find somebody that's a great husband or a great wife and and learn how they do it. Wouldn't you agree? All you have to do is open the Bible and see that people can change. Exactly. And they can change suddenly or they can change in time. Mm -hmm. Go get more knowledge. Yeah. Just the decision that they want a great marriage and Mm -hmm. they know they don't know, have the tools. 
They just need more in their toolbox. It's, yeah. Let me just give you a quick visual. A two-year-old that has a temper tantrum mm-hmm. needs more words to express. Mm. Yeah. They need more words in their vocabulary and then be taught how to use their words versus their emotion. Right. We don't change. Yeah. That way. Mm-hmm. You know, we just, when we are stuck mm-hmm. and when we get over-emotional, we need more words. We need more knowledge. We need more understanding. That's so good. So knowing all the people that you've counseled and seeing, I, I know, countless situations, can any marriage be saved? If they want they both want it if they both want it Mm -hmm. if if there there are times when they've gotten so far apart that they don't know how to get back Mm -hmm. um that maybe their morals have changed their standards have changed yeah and april we're going to talk about the word of god being equally yoked yeah when i grew up equally yoked i thought was just both being christians yeah i don't believe that anymore Mm -hmm. i believe there's so much more yeah work ethic needs to be the same passions need to be the same right there there needs to there's more to equally yoked mm-hmm. than both just knowing jesus that's so good so great marriages take work and yes. they take intentionality and i want you to pick up dr Cherie's book um it's called get the hell out of your marriage you can go to amazon.com dr Cherie c-h-e-r-r-i-e peterson i needed to spell that out for you order the book i love that it's a, a simple written simply so that people like me can understand it <laughs> and and you know what it's just filled with with good stuff that you can put into practice and um i just i love her i love her family they are great people that they, they not that they haven't had their share of battles yeah. and challenges but they've made it through so this is this is something that i know you would enjoy and sheree before we end would you just pray over marriages absolutely Jesus, we just thank you for every covenant, every marriage that's listening here today. Father, I just thank you for a spirit of humility and a spirit of love. Father, we just thank you that you came to bring life and life more abundantly in their marriage, in their family. So, Father, I just thank you for ministering to each and every person. I thank you, Father, that they surrender the flesh and they they grow their love towards each other. We just thank you for blessing them and touching their marriages. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Cherie. Absolutely. Thank you.